<sighs> Christmas Eve. I mean, too bad there's no Minnesota United signings yet. I mean, I'll just check Twitter real quick. Maybe something new, some new news. And nothing. This team sucks. It's going to be a terrible year this year. I might as well just go to bed. What? Hmm? Caleb. Ah, fuck. Not this again. What do you want this year, Manny? I'm not Manny, Caleb. And this year, there are other ghosts with me. Whoa. Deep cut. Do you think any listeners get that reference from last year's Christmas episode? Uh, what listeners? Okay. Ouch, dude! Don't need to, that's a, a low blow, unnecessarily harsh, right there. Um, what what do you want from me? Much. Listen, man, I have one hour to record this podcast, so can we speed this up? <sighs> okay, you say, "Who are you?" and I say, "Ask who I was." Then I say, "I was Johnny Steele." You know, like Jacob Marley. But Marley was dead in a Christmas Carol. And Johnny Steele, you are, uh, you're alive. But my career is dead. Ah, yes, okay, got it. Perfectly clear now. Uh, by the way, why are you covered in chains? The chains? Look at them, Caleb. Study them. They are your chains. Chains of angry tweets and locks that block accounts on Twitter. You forged it. Each link. Tweet by tweet, each off-season, when you sat in your chair. Hashtag panic! Caleb, unnecessary worrying about off-season transfer. Feel it. Know it. It is yours. I mean, if you're here to lecture, i got no time for it. It is late, the night is cold. Just tell me who Minnesota United are going to sign. I just want comfort now. I have nothing to give. I know not how you see me this night. I did not ask it. I have sat invisible beside you many and many a day. I am commanded to bring you a chance, Caleb. Heed it. Stop tweeting unnecessary crap in the offseason. Stop panicking about Minnesota United's new players. No! No, come back! I'll stop tweeting. Just tell me who to sign. Uh. Sonny Dotson? What the hell are you doing here? No, Caleb. You have never seen the like of me before. I am the ghost of off-season present. Wait, hold up. Um, If Johnny was Marley, then the ghost of off-season past is up next, not you? You, you know what? Past is before present. Yeah, you're, you're right. that's what I'm saying, yeah. Who the hell wrote this crap? This is what I get for being on a minor local podcast like yours instead of MLS Extra Time Radio. I could be a ghost in a much bigger podcast, you know that? Yeah, he wasn't telling me that. Yeah. I get it. Let's just roll with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm here. Is that voice okay? Yeah, yeah, you're fine. You're fine. I think you're doing just right. Okay. Yeah, keep going. I'm here to show you what your off-season present is as a lesson. This paper has the name of a player who Minnesota United are about to sign. Oh, thanks. Tear that sucker open. Oh, yeah, of course. Caleb, what's wrong? 
It's better than you expected. What is it? It's a it's a one year contract for Dom Dwyer. Caleb, that's the gift that keeps on giving all year. That is that it is, Hassani. That it is indeed. This isn't the biggest punch in the face I ever got. God damn it! Hey, if any of you are looking for any last minute gift ideas for me, I have one. I'd like to Adrian Heath, our coach, right here tonight. I want him brought from his happy holiday slumber over there on Melody Lane with all the other rich people. I want him brought right here with a big ribbon on his head. I want to look him straight in the eye. I'm going to tell him what a cheap... Lying, no good, rotten, floor flushing, low life, snake lifting, dirt eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood sucking, dog chasing, brainless, ditless, hopeless, heartless, fat ass, bug eyed, stiff legged, spider lift, worm headed, sack of monkey shit, he is! Hallelujah! And holy shit, where's the Tylenol? Whoa, Whoa man. man. It, isn't that like from a different movie? I mean, I feel a lot better though, so still relevant, I'm gonna say. Right. Um, it seems, however, that you haven't learned your lesson yet. Wait, wait, where are the other signings? Man, that's really annoying. They can't, they just wait till we're done talking and disappear. Now, who's up next? Who's next? Where are you? It is I, Nicolas Benedetti, the ghost of off-season yet to come. <laughs> Fucking no way. I gotta tweet Mark. Mark, Mark. Mark is part of the problem. See this vision. He deleted his account. Will anyone miss his tweets, you imagine? On my life, I don't know anyone who will miss his tweets. Do you? Oh, I only miss if he shares some reasonable Minnesota United opinions. I don't think he ever tweeted any reasonable Minnesota United opinions when his account was still around. Why would he share them now that it's deleted? Nicholas, those men. I know, yes, we used to podcast together. How far into the future is this? Is it Colin who deleted his account? Am I to learn from his tweets and his account deletion so that I do not make the same mistake? Yes, that must be it. Nicholas, why, why aren't you speaking to me? Do you know I found Adrian Heath's secret Twitter account? He DM'd me and asked me why I was sad. When I told him about Caleb's account being deleted, he said, I am heartily sorry for your loss and heartily sorry for your good wife. If I can be of service to you in any way, pray, come see me. I'm sure he has good tweets. His tweets were as kind-hearted and as loving as Caleb's were cold-hearted and bitter. Nicholas, no more. No, no more, please. Take me home, I beg you. Oh, thank God. It's morning. It was all a dream. Okay, I'm just gonna check Twitter one more time. Oh, well, nothing from Miss United. God damn it! Welcome to We Call It Soccer, a podcast by two United fans. I'm Notch. I'm Colin. No, no, Nick. No, Sasha. No, I'm Shane. And I'm Caleb. This week we're scrooging up some horrifying Minnesota transfer rumors, judging the new USO logos, naughty and nice, and previewing the Champions League round of 16 matchups. They're great presents. Shane's here. Sasha's not. He's sick. Oof. I hope he gets better soon. You think he's going to listen? Well, that, that makes me feel bad. But <laughs> <laughs> Were you feeling good? Yeah, I mean, somewhat. This, have it's, you looked at the news? 
it's cold outside. That's what I know. Wait, what are you trying to say? You can't do that song anymore. You know, <laughs> it's 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 been canceled. That's baby. It's temperate outside now. Cold is too. Uh, isn't PC anymore? Right. Well, cold, right. and Can soon we it's about... not even going to be like reality anymore because of like climate change. So. You yeah, know, right. that's why that's why that song is problematic. No other reasons. No, no, no. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but hey, I'm glad to have you here, Shane. It's always uh, nice to have you on the pod. Oh, thank I, you. So am I, I guess. You can fuck right <laughs> off. <laughs> so hey, it's it's uh, Christmas next week, and I should warn our listeners right now: no podcast for two weeks while I'm in off in India, and um, be back. So, we'll be back uh, on January seventh. So I mean, next two weeks expect everything to happen. I mean, yeah. every, all the news is going to break. Everything's going to happen. Mbappe to MLS, so to Minnesota United, hell, <laughs> why not? <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna ask you guys. We 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 did our yearly Christmas movie sketch uh, this week, and I wanted to ask you guys, what 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 is your favorite Christmas movie? Um, we spoofed mine, which was Christmas Vacation. It's every year Thanksgiving night we watch it with my parents, and it's just straight. I love it so much. Um. Christmas Vacations, it's top for me. Um, I'd almost want to say Die Hard. Oh, it's so a Christmas original. music. It, it's a Christmas movie, but I'm gonna go with Elf. It's a classic. That's Will Ferrell's best movie, in my opinion. It's really quotable and it's really fun. Yeah, and you can okay. watch it with kids. That, that is fair. Uh, I actually have a non-traditional. Um, you know, you guys get talk into the mic, right? Oh, like, you got, I don't want to have a, a side look. conversation. I watch it with my nieces and nephews. You gave me a weird look. <laughs> I just said you can't watch this vacation with kids. It no, you cannot. Real fast. Yeah. Especially if they like cats. Hmm. I like cats. Maybe I shouldn't watch that movie. I haven't watched it. But hey, I was gonna I was gonna go with a non traditional pick because this movie just has a little bit of Christmas in it. It's not like a Christmas movie, but it's You've Got Mail. Uh, a lot of okay. it happens in the fall mm-hmm. and winter, and um, it has some scenes with Christmas. So I always forget that Dave Chappelle's in that movie. Right? It's like, oh, Ooh. yeah, you're here. Holy shit, you're a talented best friend. Weird. Yeah, and then he just, like, disappears three quarters of the way into the movie and never comes back. It's pretty yeah. annoying. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I, uh, and of course, as when you mentioned you've got mail, you got to mention the Onion article that talked about how Amazon had driven Tom Hanks's Fox Books uh, bookstore into the ground. <laughs> it should be a new movie. Uh, but anyway, hey, let's, uh, let's get straight to it. Uh, in our first segment, The Championship. But The Championship is a game. Ah, <sighs> producer Nick. I'm so sad now. Yeah, well, hopefully next episode we'll have new segment cues, so poor producer Nick will be lost to the ether. Yeah, no, no more. Now I'm very sad. He'll, he'll just be uh, the ghost of We Call It Soccer past for us. Oh, this should is we, the we, worst we, Christmas present ever. Should what we you, put him in the pot in the, or is that next year's Christmas episode? He'll be, we didn't back for one more episode. It'd be ghost of the yeah. podcast pass. He's always welcome back anytime he wants. I'm, I'm going to write the chat for next year already right now. Hold on. There you go. All right. Well, uh, is it a league? Is it a game? No, it's a segment where we discuss America's top leagues, the NWSL and MLS. Uh, first up, let's talk about the fact that uh, in the NWSL, one of the talking points is going to be Paul Riley's tweet. Um, and of course, Paul Riley, coach of the North Carolina Courage. Please, NWSL, let myself, the coaches, and the fans know if there's going to be expansion. This is a really difficult scenario for coaches in terms of plans, players, and preparations. The college draft is a month away. Expansion draft has to happen before the college draft. Now, you might be wondering, um, what the heck is that about? Because um, 
I'm gonna bet that a lot of you might have missed that uh, Sacramento has a NWSL expansion. Well, it's, it's actually Louisville this time. Uh, yes, they did. And uh, Louisville happened in October. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. And Sacramento, yeah, you see, Sacramento didn't actually get officially awarded an expansion. It was just mentioned uh, and heavily implied in reports. Even um, the Rain uh, FC's owner mentioning it in a quote to The Athletic. So, yeah. It's just kind of like out there. First reports were surfaced in October, and it's just kind of been heavily rumored. Let's just put it that way. So Paul Riley and others are frustrated that it's there's no news. There's no like confirmation or that they'll be here next year or year after that. Exactly, yeah, and that I know that's frustrating. Yeah, <laughs> if you're gonna have an expansion for next year, you need to know about it now. So like he's saying, you can have the expansion draft uh, mm-hmm. for that team before the college draft. Right. So. Yep. Big oof. Um, but anyway, uh, we should talk about MLS uh, getting to it. First of all, we have an expansion for MLS. Charlotte is the next MLS team. It colored me shocked. Yeah, I none of us were expecting this. Wow. I mean, that's... I'm trying to figure out a pun that would work in good Charlotte, but I can't think of anything right now. Um, a lot of... Horrible, horrible songs are going through my head. Right now. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out which one works best for the story, but I got nothing. Uh, the Young David and the Hopeless? Tepper. <laughs> That's an album, actually. I had that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> David Tepper, billionaire, is the owner of this new team. Charlotte has given north of $100 million to said billionaire, which I think is quite unnecessary. Uh, the lifestyles of the rich and the famous. There it is. Right. There, there you go. There, there we is. go. Uh, and also, this team is not the Charlotte Independents who have put out a message that they look forward to figuring out how they will be working with uh, the the new Charlotte MLS team. And they, they seem to be... They implied that there was some sort of negotiation that might be happening. Um, it'd be a good opportunity to have an independent team as an affiliate. Or maybe, yeah, and yeah. right in the same town, which would be, be very great. Cool. Right, right. And the independents have their own supporter base, so I hope they can work together. Uh, the biggest loser in this is probably North Carolina Courage uh, in Raleigh, North Carolina. Remember Charlotte, also North Carolina. So Raleigh, which was bidding for its own expansion, Steve Malik really wanted that to happen mm-hmm. in Raleigh. Um mm-hmm. So you could take North Carolina, Texas Ranger and turn it into um, an MLS team. Uh, not so much anymore. I mean, their name was confusing to have two states in, your, in their name. So I think that's yeah. part of the why, part of why their right, bid didn't get right. accepted. Also, the, Garber probably looked at them and thought, "Yeah, these are a uh, police force in Texas, based on their crest." So and also, they kill whales and bury them in their stadium. Right? Exactly. We yeah. can't, we can't mess baseball? with that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, um, let's see what happens with Charlotte twenty twenty one. Still likely to get a coach announced before Inter Miami. <laughs> yeah, or Chicago. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> or NYCFC at this point. All three wait, of those teams. Wait, what does Chicago have right now? Uh, uh, that Calvo. Like, logo. Calvo is the coach, right? He's coach, player coach. Yeah, he's everything for them. Judge, jury, Poster edu- boy. executioner. Yep, just the Please way he Judge Dredd. <laughs> judge. Jury. Judy. Judge Judy. Judge Jerry. <laughs> Nothing is real. The cases aren't real. Um, speaking of NYCFC, by His the way, hustle isn't real. We we should mention that they'll be playing four games out of their next season in City Field, which they argued is good and great because they can take four midweek games and put them on the weekend. Hooray! Yeah, remember when they uh, played their playoff game there, and there was a uh, 
the foul ball net or in this shot the entire time. Yeah, that's great. Remember watching any of their games and the field looked horrible and it looked like they're gonna trip on the. Yeah, uh, there's any team that needs to build. Yeah, a stadium. It's NYCFC. And I mean, should... it's not like they haven't been a successful team and don't deserve it. Yeah, but honestly, they'd probably build on New Jersey and just be just fine. <laughs> you can call yourself New York and be in New Jersey. Yeah, everyone does it. Everyone does it in both Indian sports right now. What a power move it would be for NYCFC to build a new stadium right across the street from <laughs> Red Bull Stadium. <laughs> but uh, I don't. I don't see that happening. But uh, anyway. Um, yeah, so uh, we talked about Chicago's problems. Let's talk about Inter Miami's problems. Uh, they have 14 players on their t- on their team and no coach. And they announced when was it? When they announced when they had a coach lined up? Should we announce? Soon? Well, they didn't announce it. Uh, uh, a journalist said imminent announcement, and this was I think like November 22nd. He's like, in the next two weeks, Inter Miami will give a coach. I think before that. I mean, was it? I think it was even before that. Like every two weeks, he's gonna make that same tweet. 60 to 90 days. Every that tweet is made every 60 to 90 days. 60 to 90. I mean, he'll, <laughs> nice. he'll, it'll be nice. right once, nice. and we'll uh, we'll all see. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey, with that, let's move into a segment that we call the transfer. In the transfer, we talk about, well, what else? The transfer. So grab that ticket as you get off the bus because you're taking a train to Player Movement City. Uh, first off, Setsunovic just signed with New England. Yeah, uh, solid left yeah. back. Probably sits behind their turn fullbacks. I think Brandon By and... Other guy? The other one. <laughs> I don't remember his name. And I'm not going to apologize for that. They're not my team. Um, good solid back up the option for them. And can yep. fill in and start in a pinch. Hey, uh, Whitecaps have announced that they have a new designated player striker, Lucas Cavallini. I had some Cavallini at an Italian restaurant last the other night. It was so good. <laughs> some Cavallini. I had, I, you know, I prefer Benedetti to Cavallini. Uh, it's just the sauce has a little bit. It, I, the well, onions I, are roasted a little. I bit. ordered Benedetti, but it never came. <laughs> so I just ordered the Cavallini instead. <laughs> Uh, like, Where's the Benedetti? Little Diddy, little Diddy here, and I was like, I'm just gonna order the Cavallini. The the slow clap you deserve on that is uh, too slow for uh, <laughs> for this podcast. So um, anyway, what what do we know about this Cavallini guy apart from uh, the fact that he's on a club record transfer fee? Canadian international, so he's still domestic. He's he played for Vancouver, um, played for Puebla in Liga Match and. Solid sector for them. I think you'll... 84 yeah, goals. Needed, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 84 goals and 223 appearances for club and country. Um, him with Jordi Reyna and Huang Ninbom is a formidable attack. Have for I mentioned Vancouver. on the podcast that every time I hear Huang Ninbom's name, it, like the bomb part, I just hear... Like, it's probably because Seattle is Boeing right there. So I associate the, anything in the Pacific Northwest with Boeing. And it's like... Or just spring, just boing, boing, like that, something like that. Yeah, cool. Okay. Hey, Fair um, sh- I do. I don't know if you mentioned on the podcast that uh, Sporting Kansas City has signed Alan Polito. It might have happened before last week, but uh, hot damn, getting the highest oh, yeah. scorer in Liga MX mm-hmm. right now. Nine and a half, not like million. eight years ago. Right now, yeah. that's a huge transfer fee for Sporting Kansas City. It's absolutely enormous. They're. <laughs> They uh, they had a bad season and they are spending their way out of a, another bad season. Yeah, nothing says horrible defense like a sign of striker. I'm just saying. <laughs> but but okay, so here's one thing I'm gonna say, and I said this on Twitter too, which is if Alan Polito can get 
brought to Kansas City, which isn't exactly Miami or LA. Minnesota has no excuse for not no, being able to, to get like a awesome, you know, not just five player. degrees out right now. They had, yeah. a sn- they had a snowstorm in Kansas City this Sunday. Okay, we're yeah, fine. Fair enough. We're I know. Fine. And like Kansas City also gets really hot in the summer. You know, I mean they have mm-hmm. barbecue, but then your hands get all sticky in the. And heat. we have hot dish. You have a fork. It's great. Right. Yes. Exactly. Uh, anyway, Polito is. Uh, I mean, like he immediately comes in as probably the best striker in MLS. Yeah, he's the best striker in the lead-up mm-hmm. match by proxy. MLS is probably a weaker lead than the lead-up match, so he's. Uh, the best starter now. Yeah, would, you, would you say he is a better player than Carlos Vela? That well, no. I want to see him oh, play. Vela's not a striker. I know, He's I know. That's forward. why I said player. I say all around Carlos Vela is better. Yeah, just assists, output. He makes his teammates better. Yeah, I have to watch uh, Padilla a little bit to see if he makes his teammates better. But Vela is. I mean, take him out of the lineup. LFC is significantly worse, mm. which is probably why he won the MVP because he also was so great. Yeah, yeah. Um, Polito is 28 years old and um, he's got 13 appearances for Mexico uh, been at Olympiacos Guadalajara Levadiacos and Tigres not in that order so um, <laughs> getting a player in their prime it's it's a yeah. great move yeah he's right in his prime so good, good for Kansas City they have one end of their uh, formation taken care of they need to fix the back end with in front of, in front of Timelia there Hey, speaking of fixes, uh, FC Cincinnati signed uh, center back Tom Peterson from Ostersund's FK. Oh, yeah. A Scandinavian center back. That'll work well. Yep. That's yeah. Super Bowl for them. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Good for that always Yay. works. Totally yeah. not Minnesota United. <laughs> um, I mean, we, we did ours a year, our first year. This, yeah. They're right. like, redressing. It's, 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 ter- <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> soon, soon they'll have like a picture of uh, one of their players with a coffee cup looking sarcastic. And then they'll have a snow opener. I mean, that was the highlight of our first season and was Mohamed Saeed just with this t- mug of whatever yeah just uh, yeah. that's glorious they need to recreate that picture uh with you know someone who's still here uruguayan <laughs> midfielder francisco Ginella has signed with lafc from montevideo um, um not much known about him uh he's 20 years old uruguayan um his wikipedia page the biggest part of his wikipedia page was wikipedia asking for money so <laughs> i <laughs> for him <laughs> No, no, for, them, no for, them. for Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia um, is his player manager. Five dollars. <laughs> is his agent? We Please, agent. So, give us a dollar. We need to keep this player playing. We want. I don't. I don't. I don't think LAFC needs my five dollars. <laughs> They're doing pretty well. You know, soccer players like this only are here because of you, readers. <laughs> what? Uh, Sasha Kleschen is signed with LA Galaxy this is a good move um, I wish we could get a guy like Kleschen um, I remember when he left Red Bulls and went to Orlando I, like, whoop, whoop. I would argue we have a, a guy kind of, well not position wise but kind of locker room wise and Ike yeah 100% yeah 100% mm-hmm. um, yeah it's just it's just more I think the regret from last year when we didn't sign him and mm-hmm. uh, anyway but uh, national assigned Colombian U23 center back Miguel Nazareth as a free agent Previously from a club called Once Cadit, Cadit. I don't know from in Colombia. I thought much. it was. I thought you said once credit, and I was like, oh, only once. I can't take. I can't borrow again. No, you can't. Okay, <laughs> you have reached your your uh, loaning your your, your loan limit. Um, and not much <laughs> again. Not much known about him with these expansion signs and also Cincinnati. 
with signing these players don't know much about it's like well, you gotta way, wonder if they're a Bertrand Wundi echo situation <laughs> going on here I, you, you, wait 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 are you talking about Canadian Premier League star Bertrand Wundi echo did, did they win the Premier League does the team win yes Halifax. oh my god yeah, he's a um, champion. You gotta wonder if it's a uh, France Pengop situation here going on. <laughs> Wait, you won't believe him. <laughs> <laughs> he won the Estonian third division. What? <laughs> they have a third division in Estonia? <laughs> Do they play with a rock? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we don't have any uh, Estonian. Come on, man. We don't. <laughs> hey, um,. Shane, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the name of a team, and I want you to guess where it is. Oh okay? God, I, I love this game. SC Reindorf Altak, Switzerland. Close, not quite. Austria. Oh, that was my first guess. Fuck. Yeah, it Next. uh, it's it's a team that plays in the Austrian football Bundesliga, and it is the current team of one France Pangup. All right. Wait, he's in the first division of Austria. Yeah. Crazy, huh? That is... That's actually that's really good for him. Good, good, good job, France. Yeah, I, I don't know the, how how his ninth team is doing. the lead in Europe right there. Is it? Oh, yeah, yeah. For you play football manager, you I mean, know all these things. With Austria, you got FC, uh, Red Bull Salzburg and um, that's, that's it. Rapid Vienna. Oh, my, my bad. I, I, got, I should correct myself. It is... Uh, I read that it's in the Bundesliga, which is like it's in it's in the Bundesliga pyramid, is what the what the thing should be. Okay. No, no, no. It's actually in the Bundesliga. Oh yeah, it, I, I got confused because the other uh, table said just Altak and not SC Reindorf, which sounds better. You know, you it's like taking Minnesota United FC and just putting FC in there. You're kind of taking out the best part of the name, you know. So yeah, Altak is in eighth out of twelve teams. In uh, in the Austrian Bundesliga, oh. that that blows my mind that he's like playing at a higher a high level right okay, now. Okay, okay, we we don't know if he's actually playing. That's so true. Uh, let, let's let's look at that. Right, we don't have much to talk about this week, so uh, we can do this all he on has, the fly. Yeah, he's, he has five appearances, uh, one goal. Damn, that's that's really good return compared to what he did here. <laughs> Man, Ian Fuller was right the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> he's listening to this right now. Maddie, I told you, I told you. <laughs> Dr. Bull is like, cancel the coaching change. Cancel the coaching change. Manny's back, everybody. Manny's back. Um, I just want to call him. I just want to call him. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> so it, it looks like he has five appearances in the Bundesliga and then six in the reg- uh, the, the regional Liga, okay. which is the second division with their second team. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I wonder if this is more of a Jose Leiton signing. How's that? Is he anywhere good? We're talking about Miguel Nazarene in Nashville again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jose Lighton. Let, let's look, right? <laughs> Jose Lighton. This Leiton. is uh, uh, stuff. Vamp, vamp, vamp. All right, all right, all right. Uh, Shane, you're going to guess this again. <laughs> uh, his last team, I want you to tell me where it was, okay? Oh, last Minnesota team. United FC. Oh, God. Um, let's. Canada. Right. It feels like yeah, Canada. Just about. Yeah. Anyway, it does feel like that Canada outside. You're right. Yeah, he's he's back at the team we, we uh, got him from on loan, Herediano. So yeah, I don't know what he's doing for them. Mm. Yeah. So uh, no idea. Hey, but didn't um, Al Bouguer retire? He might have. Yeah. <laughs> this is. <laughs> I seem to remember. Uh, 
seem to remember that. I don't remember that his first out. name, so I can't. I Johan. Can't John? Sure. No, it was John. Damn. How did we forget this guy? Man, this episode has just gone like straight off the rails, hasn't it? <laughs> it's great. Usually we stick to the notes pretty well. No, he's he plays for uh, I Taste Serious in the Swedish division. Are you serious? Swedish, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I am. And don't call me Shirley. Wait. No, I, I did that wrong. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I, I feel like... Um, he has seven appearances for them. No goals, which is fortunate. Somebody retired, though. Someone who played for us in our first season, I feel like, retired recently. Oh, no, Davidov retired. Right. I saw that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's finally at peace. So Nashville can't sign him, basically. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Why not just put the offer out there, Nashville? See what right. happens. Hey, um... He knows Abu. So he like, you a friendly face. Come on in. There you go. They played each other for zero minutes on the field, so they have that chemistry. Great chemistry. I, I wouldn't mind if Nashville just signed all of our first season players and just made it like the like the revenge team. <laughs> JD's coming I mean, back. <laughs> was Brandon Allen still there? Ishton was there for a while too. Ishton was in Colorado Springs now though, I think. Wait, wasn't was oh, have, have, are they bringing Justin Davis back? No, they're not. No. <laughs> they're not. He is out of contract with Nashville. But which is unfortunate. No chance that they do sign him. They announced that they were signing like they announced three uh probably about a month ago that they're bringing four players up from USL and it, he wasn't included in those four players. Okay. Well, I hope for his sake that he does get the nod, but we'll see. Um, hey, Matt Lamson, speaking of former Loons, has signed with uh, the Columbus crew where he was from 2012 to 2015. So, hey, good for him. Yeah. Um, good journeyman keeper. Good backup. Yeah. Go yeah. back up a lawyer room. Yeah. And, yeah. I'll, I'll go with Larry David on Kerber and say, yeah. 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 Go for the community, that's for sure. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Great dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's now move into a segment that we call Top Lo-Fi Hits. Let's turn on YouTube, put on those sound-canceling headphones, and study the latest from the U.S. lower leagues. Um, first of all, there's been a bonkers week in, my, in uh, USL this week. It's like totally crazy town. Miami like FC. Huh? The ghost of NASL has come to yeah. wreak havoc. Miami FC. We're talking about Miami FC. Did you expect that, Ricardo Silva? Miami FC? No, I, I didn't expect to be talking about them. No. I wanted them to be in NYSA so we could just completely ignore. Are we going to cover NYSA, by the way? We didn't cover. They're like, fall showcase. It's it's like basically it's it's that butter that comes in a tin that says, I can't believe it's not butter because it's not butter. It's artificial butter. Like, that's what NYSA is. It's like an artificial U.S. soccer league. <laughs> Can you believe we're actually legitimate? Neither can no, we. No, no. Right. Because I... I <laughs> What, wasn't that whole thing like they were first supposed to be NPSL Pro and then NPSL Pro and Kaboom and then all the teams that were NPSL Pro except I mean, there not are so all many acronyms I don't remember right and then NASL died one. so then NYSA became like the home of all the some of the Founders Cup or whatever and then it became the Members Cup oh my Cup. head oh my head oh no <laughs> there, oh, <laughs> there's too many uh, yeah it's, it's basically that scene from uh, Life of Brian with the splitters like just replace all of those like uh, Judean People's League and all of that with National <laughs> Biggest North tickets. American Soccer League. And we did this sketch, actually, years ago on this podcast. Jeff and I did this exact sketch. Uh, so anyway, it happened. And so NYSA, whose only claim to relevance is that one of their teams, in fact, their fall showcase champion, Miami, from their Eastern Division, decided to defect and go into USL, the championship, Um by buying the Ottawa Fury's franchise rights. Yeah, it's but a good move. Yeah, yeah, but buying another team's franchise rights is just the 
most any NASL ways. It's it's just so weird that they have. I don't know how this happened. It's crazy, and it brings up the question of what Ottawa Fury is going to do next. If they do anything at all, or if they fold, like they're probably rumors are going to are swirling that they're going to Miami. It's a bit dead for USL Championship. They're a pretty hot commodity down there, and it's going to be interesting to see them kind of fight into Miami's, Miami for the. Miami's really big. I looked at it on the map. It's pretty much you know almost the whole lower east side of Florida. Well, there's plenty of space for both. I don't know well, where their stadium is. And it's not that Inner Miami plays in Miami anyway. Yeah, they're right. like they're, Fort Lauderdale. So, speaking of Fort Lauderdale, they're in USL Lead One now. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's going to be interesting as well. Um, so, how many teams can we pick in, uh, put in Florida? Yeah. So many right? teams. Um, so, anyway, Ricardo Silva's back and the USL let him in somehow. I don't understand. Like, it's all just like, what? the hell is going on next thing i expect to hear mls is like allowed to cause Mosin or something or uh, no mls is gonna banish david beckham's into miami and bring it at miami fc <laughs> right Carlos Silva's just in a bit i mean if you don't get a coach within like the first five months do you just kind of get like relegated no it's it's like that thing you know your teacher doesn't come in the first 15 minutes of class and <laughs> you, just not, like, you just leave Perfect. so like that's yeah. miami uh, uh inner miami five so. days in the preseason this so i'm a coach all the players are free agents there you go yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh so hey uh louisville decided to get a new uh logo and it has a line in it that doesn't meet a corner and sits just like a little bit off the corner it's extremely annoying and once you see it you can't stop seeing it uh what do you guys think new logo or logo the new logos not as good the i think oh, the, old, the old logo so bad. was much better with the purple and gold better color scheme the new logo looks like sacramento kings la kings yeah. louis city kings i guess now yeah we didn't call them it, it is it is one of those cases where i feel like the old logo looks a little bit like it's a 90s graphic with its like uh gradients and stuff but like the new one is cleaner, but it's not as well designed. I, I, this is going to be like a few episodes ago when you were talking about how you actually like the New England Revolutions. I don't mind all the old logos. Like, okay, I was, there's something charming about all those like that. And I, I thought that Louisville City logo was very good and yeah. one of the better ones in the US. Yeah, yeah, old logos are charming. Also, Charleston Battery got rid of their old logo and the new one is great. Yeah. Fuck old logos because yeah. they suck. Get this logo the fuck out of here. Yeah, Matthew Wolf designed the, the new Charleston Battery logo. He is the dude who designed that bomb Nigeria kid who's done a whole bunch of design work for LAFC and made their logo among other things. And uh, generally an all-around great designer of soccer things. Uh, you know, so except that new Tulsa FC logo, which looks kind of like the old uh, Oklahoma City FC logo from NASL, it's like a weird bird thing. I don't remember that one. Oh, that, that's right. Yeah, yeah that, that happened while we were not recording as yeah. well. So, all these new logos, but what the hell's the going new on? Logos for new logo for Charleston Battery is fantastic. It kind of keeps some stuff from the old one, but makes it more sleek and a little updated. Um, has the crescent moon that's in the South Carolina flag. And then uh, Matthew Wolf also tweeted out a bunch of uh, secondary logos for the team and also explained his thinking behind the the crest where he wanted it. If they wanted to, they could re- uh, switch the color scheme and it looks just as good. And it does look mm. just as good. The black and yellow just hits so well. Yeah. Yep. It's so good. It's, it's great. Um, My previous take, I take back. 
Okay. Old logos out, new logos in, everything new. Hey, speaking of everything new, USL League One is inviting Union Omaha, Revolution Two, Fort Lauderdale, as mentioned previously, and uh, as we had mentioned on the podcast a few weeks ago, Lansing Ignite are no more. They uh, got put out. Their fire, fire got put out. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, rumor is yeah. that the Rochester Rhinos will be reborn again as the USL League One franchise in not this season but next, next 2021 yeah, they, they announced not that they're anything concrete there they announced that their search for a stadium has not been successful so they will not contest 2020 in a league but remain open to coming back that's the official word from them yeah but mm-hmm. um hey real quick uh without going into a new segment let's just mention that uh julie Ertz was named 2019 u.s soccer female player of the year which is freaking fantastic yep. yeah so she's great yeah, um, she's for her. solid defender, really just solid box to box midfielder for the U.S. Women's National Team. Just as good mm-hmm. going forward as she is defending. Yep. Uh, don't believe there are any other updates from the U.S. National Team, so we'll just leave it at that. Take a break, and we shall return with more. We call it soccer. Welcome back to We Call It Soccer, where we're about to. Take- Talk about Minnesota United, and we're gonna do it in a segment that we call "Don't Look Back in Anger." Oh, Don't look, look back, back in anger. I heard you, say, I heard you, you say. say you guys did it in the break. I thought I'd give you a chance to just, you know. Do you want me to play the segment, Bumper? I would love that. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> okay, all right, let's do it. No, just don't, don't just play us singing it again. Play the real segment, Bump. Ah, okay. Yeah, no problem. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ha ha ha. In this segment, we discuss Minnesota United FC and look forward. Uh, and forward, Madison will uh, most likely be our lower uh, league affiliate next year. Hey, yeah. that's great. Um, there's some people that are mad. They want us to get our own lower league affiliate. But personally, I, I like having a team like Ford Madison. I don't think the lower leagues need to be kind of flooded with, you know, Revolutions too. Everyone's got a second team, and I think the lower leagues need to have their own independent franchises. And I'm happy just sending our players to Ford Madison. Yeah, agree. I I like having them play. I will say though that Ford Madison is an independent team that gets to set its own roster, so we could send a guy on loan there. It's no guarantee that he plays. Yep, um, like Dane. Dane didn't play that much. Yeah, so I I think I wouldn't mind us having a, a two team. I think I agree with you that flooding existing leagues with them is kind of shit but like I feel like we need our own reserve team where we can have a full roster but anyway that's a very expensive proposition so I do not mm-hmm. blame Minnesota United for not jumping into it also the Flamingos are pretty great so. yes it's true hey uh, Dom Dwyer was at the Minneapolis airport and uh, everyone freaked out Dom Dwyer alert 2020 yeah the funny thing is the person who tweeted out that photo I know or at least I suspect does not like the Minnesota United people freaking out about stuff so I, it, it's kind of curious that he decided to like lob a grenade that he knew would get uh, jumped on by. Look, one on Twitter right now. Let me just throw this in here. <laughs> I mean, Shut I would the door do it too. And walk away. Right. And I think Colin Solberg asked the question. We were asking, "Why are you following Dom Dwyer on Instagram, man?" Because <laughs> that's where Dwyer posted a story with uh, him at the Minneapolis airport. Hey, uh, Jeff Ruder says that no signing of Dwyer is. Imminent. The word being cold word uh, being imminent. Apparently, you so, can travel through the Minneapolis airport, but not be stopping there. I I had no idea. 
I, you know, the thing is somebody else tracked down his other stories and saw that he'd also been at the rally airport that day. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't know. People were like, then I think somebody came up with the fact that like, I think Signey to lose families from rally or something. I don't know exactly what the deal is. But there was all these conspiracies. Jeff says it's not happening. Anonymous in the know Twitter account says it is. Uh, I, I know who I <laughs> in believe. In the know in their air twats. Uh, Dom Dwyer the, to Charlotte? There's a bunch of Twitter accounts right there that out there that will tweet out a bunch of different transfer rumors and then one of them will stick and be like, oh, I knew this from the beginning. Yeah, and they... They're just throwing shit at the wall until something naturally happens. And then I will say it's a little suspicious for him to be here. But uh, anyway, uh, Mark Watson was spotted. Speaking of suspic- suspicious, he was spotted at PSG versus Galatasaray. Mbappe. So, woo. Yeah. Uh, there are some players that are, that are on Galatasaray that I would take in a heartbeat. Sofyan Faduli. Others. I don't uh, have the, the page up right now. Um, yeah, it, but, there was a... There's a lot of players on both teams that I would be very happy with that are worth between like you know three to about and three Lara, million. the and, goalkeeper and, and, for Uruguay, especially if they're actually like put onto the pitch in a Champions League game. Yeah, you'd right. imagine the coach wants to be there to see someone who's playing. No, to watch someone's yeah. demeanor on the bench or behind the bench. Right, not even on the team. I mean, if you'd seen that for uh, Mr. Pretty Martinez, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, we shouldn't sign him. He kicks. He kicks real hard. Yep. <laughs> hey, um. Yeah, nothing's happening in Minnesota United land at the moment, and I don't expect and, anything to happen. Uh, last year, our first, our earliest signing when we were in MLS was Jan Deuce, and we signed him on the 20th of December. So again, once Notch flies out of Minnesota, everything will happen. All hands on deck. Hit the panic button. I'm pretty sure they have someone at the control tower in uh, MSP. Oh, watching good. for They're my flight takeover. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, let's move into a segment that we call, they call it football. Every football team will be playing football several times and in various combinations. They might have come up with the word, but the English don't call it soccer. In this segment, we talk about football from the United Kingdom. First off, Arsenal are combusting. They are destroying themselves from the outside and in. Uh, they fired Unai Embry, uh, made Freddie Lundberg their interim coach. And Lundberg, after just a few games, is like, I have urged the board to sign a permanent coach. Yeah, Freddie Lundberg has uh, rented out space in David Moyes' dark room. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, darkness, his old friend. Uh, this is bad. The Arsenal are bad. They're they're reaping what they sowed. All the fans are like, you know, wanger out, wanger out. And- I'm tired, Robbie. You know, yeah, so, yeah. It's uh, mm. we don't have any Arsenal fans on the podcast for the first time in a long time. So in a very long time. That's yeah, true. So it's not nice uh, to just talk about them without anyone crying in the corner. That's they nice. seem they seem to be chasing after Mikel Arteta from yeah. uh, who's on the Man City coaching staff. Which I don't know. Well, uh, rumor. Ha- uh, from Football Weekly, they said that uh, there's a short list. The team said that they have a short list of about 17 people, which isn't a short list, actually. That's it's a actually a quite, quite long yeah, list, yeah. which uh, it doesn't forebode well for them. Honestly, so Big Sam, I think at some point, made a quote saying, like, I come in and I fix defenses. I did it at this team. I did it at this team. I'll do it at Arsenal. I honestly think they could do a lot worse than Big Sam right no, now. Absolutely. It'll infuriate their fans, but, like... Like, Big Sam's a joke, but he will get your defense in order real yeah. quick. And nobody fucking fucks with Big Sam in the dressing room. Like, <laughs> Mesut Ozil will be a puddle on the floor. There's a reason, there's a reason they call him Big Sam. He's fucking <laughs> big, guys. Yeah. <laughs> there's no art science to this. Yeah, so I, I think... I think not uh, clever in England. I, I'm hoping it's, it's uh, Sam Paradise at uh, or Sam Arsenal dice. So there, it is. Uh, there you go. Uh, I mean, the puns write themselves. Right, exactly. <laughs> hey, um, 
Everton are rumored to be signing Carlo Ancelotti. Poor David Moyes looked over again. Uh, you know. I mean, David Moyes would have been hilarious. He's. I mean, he hasn't succeeded anywhere since he succeeded at Everton. <laughs> to go back home and then still not succeed would be hilarious to me as a Liverpool fan. Uh, <laughs> like, you would but love like, that. Yeah, it's like... It's like, I don't have any siblings. If I had a little sibling, like, I'm Liverpool and little sibling is Everton, it'd be like them getting... Like, it'd be like them falling into a puddle, dusting themselves off, and then trying to retie their shoes and tie them together themselves, and then tripping over and falling in the same puddle. It would be hilarious. Hey, uh, 2020 Premier League champions Leicester uh, tied a game this past weekend. Uh, one oh, one against North City. Oh. <laughs> um, so, I'm sorry, I'll hold them back. Run, Notch. <laughs> right. Liverpool carving out a 10-point lead at the top. 2-0 win over Watford. So that's that's good for them. Yeah, and now uh, Liverpool is on Champions... Or uh, not Champions... Uh, Club World Cup break in Qatar. Right, but they're going to yep. play two teams on the same day. One in the Club World Cup and one... Uh, no, they played that game already. They did? They played the Aston Villa game. It was a team of like, a bunch of youth prospects and we like, lost 5 to I nothing. I think the average age was 19. Yeah, and we lost 5 to nothing. That's Aston Villa's like, first team. Shame. My favorite part is people trying to be like, oh, Liverpool lost. Like, sure, you can say that. You yeah. can say that. It's- Liverpool U18s. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, speaking of... Um, People playing like U18s. We should mention that Manchester United defeated one uh, match City 2-1. Shannon actually watched this game together a few weeks ago. And it's, it was very shocking. Mm-hmm. And Manchester United played Man City really out of the park. Right. Yeah, they, and then, of course, Manchester United, who are on a tear, they go to Everton, who've just, you know, fired their coach and tie 1-1. Yeah. So Manchester United is good when they're playing the big teams. Kind of trap when they're playing the bad teams. And speaking of playing bad teams, Man City got a 3 0 win against Arsenal. So there you <laughs> go. Yeah. Um, what you did there. Yeah. So um, look at the table just real quick. I mean, number one, you don't even need to say it, but Liverpool, yeah, right there. Uh, Leicester City in second, just 10 points behind. Man City in third, 14 points behind. And then run on top four is Chelsea. But Tottenham, who were, I think, eighth or ninth when. Pochettino was fired with uh, Jose Mourinho risen up the table now in fifth Manchester United in sixth and then Sheffield United and Wolves are fighting for that seventh spot right now which is really exciting to see those, those teams in Leicester up there kind of ma- changing the makeup of the Premier League I think yeah. me from 2008 is very happy seeing all this because I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is never going to change United are going to win everything every year Arsenal are going to like be dartering but good and like Anyway, it's it's very nice to see a lot of change at the top, especially Man City not doing well. But uh, hey, let's move into a segment that we call They Don't Call It Soccer in a Bracket. Some do, though, where we talk about soccer from the rest of the world that we haven't talked about already. Uh, let's talk about the Champions League round of 16 matchups because they were announced today. Uh, pretty exciting games. Uh, there's going to be no defense on the field, though, for Dortmund versus PSG. Um, I'm yeah. predicting, like, what? What did I say? Twelve to ten on aggregate. Yeah, something like that. So, so who do you think wins? Fuck uh, <laughs> it, Paris. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go Paris too. Dortmund. Real Madrid play Man City. I'm gonna go with uh, Man City because Madrid are a tire fire. 
But uh, I'm going to go with Madrid. I'm going to go with Madrid. Man City are not the Man City of seasons past. Valencia play Atlanta United. Um, oh no, wait, that's Atalanta United. That, that's the appropriate. I, no, 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 United, just Atalanta. Atalanta. Oh, wait, there's two Atlantas. This is so confusing. Right. <laughs> um, so wait, is this where's this game played then? Is this in Atlanta, the Delta Hub? No, the uh, Mediterranean spot hole. Yeah, exactly. Ah, okay. Nice. <laughs> hey, um, uh, I think Shane said earlier that this was the game that both teams were like, yes, thank God we had the, that team in the draw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Valencia because I've actually heard of their results this year. Yeah, uh, Valencia. Uh, yeah. At- Atlanta, kind of lucky to be in this far in the Champions League. Uh, Atletico Madrid play Liverpool. Liverpool. I, I kind of want to say Atletico just to be a dick, but it's going it. to be Liverpool. It's going to be Liverpool. All right. Okay. Chelsea versus Bayern Munich. This is one of my favorite games in the the whole round. Um, I think it's going to be a fun one. I'm going to go Bayern. Chelsea. Okay. Wait, does your wife listen to this? Sometimes. Uh, Did not affect my choice at all, I swear. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is my next name. This is uh, my Juventus. Taylor walks in on Caleb one day and he's under the covers and there's like sounds coming like, and it's like, she pulls up like, what are you doing down there? And he's listening to We Call It Soccer like, "Ah, I'm busy, go away. It's my private time. I would have to listen to the podcast and do that, and I don't. So. <laughs> uh, Olympic Lyonnais are going to play Juventus, and um, uh, Lyon just lost their best player to injury, Memphis Depay. So and Juventus, Juventus yeah. I, I didn't know they had that much of a chance before. So they, they really didn't. Spurs are going to play Leipzig. Leipzig are going to win that. Yep. Yeah. Although Jose is kind of Champions League. It should be I mean, certain. Marino, he can he can do some things. Yeah, but Leipzig are he on a tear. Invigorated them pretty well. But. Yeah, but Leipzig are yeah on a tear. Uh, Nagelsmann is a great coach for them, and I haven't prepared for this. They really called Nagelsmann the mini Mourinho for a while. There you go. Offenheim, so. Now he'll take on the mega Mourinho. So um, Napoli, maniac Mourinho. Right, Napoli are gonna play uh, Barcelona and Barcelona. Napoli, another club in crisis, much like Lyon. Mm-hmm. Um, just fired the coach. Um, Ancelotti. There's um, turmoil between the ownership and the players. Um, still no reward if they have gotten paid yeah in recently so yeah uh, Barcelona's gonna roll this one yep yeah hey let's talk about the Bundesliga real quick where are, as I mentioned before RB Leipzig are on top controversial because they're regarded of course as a plastic club because they are openly flouting uh, the Bundesliga's ownership rules so yeah not, not uh, unseat, very unseat, the, unseat Dortmund unseat Bayern Right. I mean, more Bayern. Fuck Bayern, but... Yeah, and, and the other thing is, again, it has to be stated that they are a team from East Germany and where historically East German teams have done very poorly in the Bundesliga, yeah. so... And uh, we should mention that Leipzig, although they're top 34 points right now, uh, Morten Gladbach... Oh, sorry. Borussia Mönchengladbach, Tipsodora, are three points behind them with a game in hand. So once the match they should have seen completes, they could be tied again with Leipzig. Yeah, I'm, I'm really hoping McGladbach are champions this year. That would be fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. Dortmund in third after tying RB Leipzig 3-3. Dortmund up 2-0 at the half here. Then they forgot um, how to pass the ball or play defense or do fundamental soccer skills. Yeah, their uh, doorkeeper Roman Berkey comes out after a long ball, bounces up in the air, heads it straight to Timo Werner. Uh, unfortunate as Timo Werner is on the other team. And had an open net and scored very easily. And at that point, you're like, oh my God, Dortmund, you know, 
we got to buckle down fellow Dortmund players. We can't let that happen again. We got to really just make this work for us. Come on, well, y'all. Julian Brandt had a great goal in the first half, and he decided to get an assist in the second half by passing it right to Timo Werner. Again, again. not in the same team. They are when they play for Germany, though. Yeah. yeah. And it's very confusing sometimes. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're, pl- they're playing in Germany. They always play in Germany, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> the German league. <laughs> um, so Timo Werner scores that one, 2-2. Then Dortmund get a third goal. Yeah, through Jed and Sancho. They, um, at which point, again, you're like, okay, they, Dortmund they got this back. They're good. Right. 3-2. Come on, y'all. We can do this. Let's make it happen. And just another... Um, just sh- poor defending. Bad angle on a through ball by the fullback for Dortmund. And then the... Keeper rushes out, Nupuli whiffs, and the Leipzig keeper ta- uh, player taps it in. Did anyone else hear Yakety Sacks going while that was happening? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's that's pretty much Dortmund at the moment. and uh, That's why it's going to be 12-10 to 10 versus PSG. All right, Shane, you're a Schalke fan. They're in fourth. What the hell's going on? No, they're not. I'm, I'm, He's not a Schalke fan. I'm, oh, you're a Stuttgart fan. How oh. dare you? Now I'm sad. This is this is our learning moment. This whole podcast has been me learning things. Uh, yeah, I knew you were a fan of an S team, you know, a sh- team. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, but but yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. Schalke are in fourth though, which is pretty insane. Uh, they beat Eintracht Frankfurt one 0 despite getting a red card. Yeah, the red card. Their goalie. Um, um, he tried to kill a man. <laughs> it, it, yeah, um, I mean, uh, ball over the top. Goalkeeper rushes out outside of the box, and basically. Karate tips him in the chest. Uh, Dasanovic for Frankfurt went down in a heap. You see, did you guys play Mortal Kombat 2 on Sega Genesis? I didn't have a Sega Genesis, so no. Okay, forward, forward B, I think it was, with Liu Kang, made him like just turn into a, a drop-kicking guy and fly across the screen. Yeah. This was the Schalke keeper. There's, there's no hyperbole there either. No. It's... That is completely correct. And, and this... Honestly, he could have destroyed this guy's lungs. And so yeah. he's pretty lucky. Um, Bruce ribs blood, only. Yeah. He should have had a collapsed lung. That It was like a car accident, honestly. They're both on a full speed. It's bad. So Byron beat Werder 6-1 this week. Uh, should talk about the relegation spots real quick. Byron, by the way, in fifth. Should mention that because it's really nice. Uh, but <laughs> um, in relegation, 14-18, to 18th are Hertha, Werder, Fortuna Dusseldorf in the playoff spot. FC Köln and Paderborn yep. in the relegation. It's, it's Paderborn spots. or Köln about who's going to go down. I think they're the worst two teams um, I've seen. Kind of surprised it's not to see Union Berlin, who just came up uh, um, this year. Yeah, it, that is very surprising. Decently, I wouldn't expect them to. I mean, they're they're doing pretty well in the league. They could uh, drop. Hey, yeah, Union Berlin. Speaking of promotion and relegation, now Shane Stuttgart. Yeah, Let's welcome start. to a brand new segment where we don't have a sound to you for. It's called Shane's Stuttgart Stick. <laughs> That's the sound cue of me crying. <laughs> it's we're, so we're in third in the in you know Bundesliga two. It's great. Everything's great. We totally we totally aren't just really shit. So if you're third, does that mean you're in playoff for? Yeah, we're in the we're in the playoffs for you know to get promoted. Okay, not in the automatic spot. We're working on it. Well, uh, we're not that far behind. We we did tied yesterday, which that one was was bad. How has the season been going for you so far? Have you been been able to find streams at all? Uh, no. Okay. The I I have very... found. Uh, I have watched a few games. Thankfully, um, it's really painful to watch. 
They're so, they're hot cold. They're they're win loss win loss win loss, and it is infuriating to watch because because I only get to watch the losses. <laughs> you should stop watching, then maybe we'll start winning more. That's what, with, that's what I've done with the Dream Bay Packers. Since I stopped watching, this, they've won more games. So, all right. Let's talk a little bit really briefly about La Liga, where uh, Sociedad tied Barca 2-2, Valencia tied Real Madrid 1-1, Villarreal did manage to beat Sevilla, and Tafe beat Valladolid, which means that the La Liga table is Barca, Real, Sevilla, Hatafe, Atletico, Real Sociedad, and Atletico Bilbao, first to seventh. Um, Barca and Real Madrid both have a game in hand in the rest of the table. Do they play each other as you're listening to this, probably? Does they play each other today, Wednesday? How... Are they still at the top of the fucking La Liga table when they're both tire fires this year? I, it, that I, league I don't is know. just weirdo. It, it's just... That's just Spanish football, man. Mm-hmm. But honestly... It's, I'm going to just... Real Atletico quick. is really... You know, they're really missing, you know, Griezmann. And yeah, but it, I just want to say once in a row to talk about El Clasico. Why have it on a Wednesday? Oh, this is... this is Isn't this the one that was... It was rescheduled, rescheduled yes, yes. But it's your... You did two of these premier games every single year. No Classico. Have them on a Saturday or hell, even on a Friday night. I don't know how they, if they like Friday night football and over there in Spain, but have it on a day where people all over the world can watch it. That's what you're really playing to a global audience when you have Barcelona and Real Madrid playing against each other. Yeah. But, and it'll be on during the day here. So most of us will be at work. Hmm. The Tafe is also a nice story, though. I think that is a good story. I'm I'm pausing for a moment because I'm trying to think about the best way to introduce this next story because I don't want to inadvertently be construed as extraordinarily offensive because that's just how offensive this next story is. Because and even just talking about it, it's it has splash damage. It it's that kind of story. You know how in the video game you send a nice attack and then it like you know magic like your archmage in Warcraft three casts like waterfall whatever and then it no, has splash damage. Games, you nerd. Exactly. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I got. I you guys got were talking about D and D earlier <laughs> and scheduling your next D and D session. Uh, the CSB after you're playing Pathfinder, it's a very different game. No, we're playing D and D, buddy. Uh, I know. I just I want to make that note that. Uh, okay. So, um, splash damage. So just remember that. Um, Seria decided to have a say no to racism campaign. Good idea. It's, it's, all right, you're starting great. Starting great. Keep going. Decided to hire an artist to do promotional posters for this. All right. All right. Still, still going. Anything wrong here. Yep. You can keep going. Yep. Yeah. Um, Artist produces three images of monkeys. I'm just okay, all right. Um, <laughs> I'm just um, right there. We took a huge left turn between those steps two and three. It gets worse. So they decided to just roll with said campaign with those images of monkeys. Oh no! Oh oh! oh it gets it gets worse and worse. Uh, it does. Uh. Turns out that this entire this artist's whole shtick, and it, it's not as far as I can tell, it's not a racist shtick on his part. It's just his thing is drawing monkeys. Oh. So they chose an artist whose entire portfolio is monkeys <laughs> for their say no to racism campaign. <laughs> so the artist was like, "Really? I mean, sure, I guess." 
this is you don't want to you know talk what? to anyone above you about by the that? way by the way this one this more, sounds one more layer one more layer oh, God. oh, oh no <laughs> the serie president so first of all 12 uh clubs as far as i know i think it was 12 uh decide to put out statements strongly condemning this campaign which is very good yeah yeah and that's when the serie president comes out with a statement oh, uh no. Also, this uh, never no, done. no, it's, 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 you know, I don't know if he disavowed it or he he accepted the criticism and said it was a mistake, and then blamed the artist. Oh, oh no! Again, artist who had a portfolio that if this guy had opened his Instagram page, um, monkeys are us or chimpanzees. It's it's this is the most serious story I could have ever heard. Though there, the league is. Run by buffoons. It's not. It's like it's like hiring. So there, this is a hypothetical town that there's a street artist that just draws ditches everywhere, right? Draws ditches, draws ditches, draws ditches. But then this church wants to paint a mural outside their church, and they want to hire a local artist, so they hire the ditch and, 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 and they want an anti-masturbation. Anti-masturbation campaign. They want the ditch drawing done. He draws a giant ditch on the side of the church, and they're like, "You know what? It's his fault." No. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, I, you know, I'm feeling pretty good about our decision not to cover Syria on this podcast and sticking to that for the moment. Yeah. yeah. Um. This is like last year, or was it the year before? I don't remember. Lazio decided to play, uh, or had a game where they had, a, I believe, like Nazi chants or signs or something. And then the president of Lazio decided to go put like a memorial wreath on a World War Two anti-Nazi memorial or something. And then was heard on the mic saying some crass stuff about like that'll make them feel better or something as he was walking away. Um, <laughs> oh uh, God, this is. Yeah, horrible. So, so, so on that note, how do we, yeah, how do we turn the tradition out of this? Let's uh, we can't. Let's let's just uh, say Merry goodbye Christmas. and walk away. <laughs> uh, uh, can you tell the good people where they can find you on Twitter? Uh, I'm at Shane Hodgson four. I'm at Tay Olson seven one six. Our usual co-host Sasha is at Pickup Lion, like Claus, Orlando City, Kingston. Not uh, lying, like Pickup Lion, Pickup Lion. Uh, you can find me at Lockstockspock. You can find this podcast at United Fans. It's also posted on fine podcast providers everywhere. Please tell your friends to listen. We also want to thank Tectonics for the use of their song Lustless, which you heard in the intro and the outro. You can buy their stuff on Bandcamp and listen to them on SoundCloud. Yeah, you should do that. Uh, and uh, with that, it's time for us to bid you adieu for another, well, not seven days, more like two weeks because I'm gone. So January 7th is when I return. And that's around when uh, this podcast will return. So until then, take it easy, everybody. Hope you have a great holiday season. Happy Happy holidays. holidays.